Welcome everyone. Welcome to part two of the grand jury investigation presentation that we would like you to be engaged in. So join the fight for a grand jury investigation and definitely be, you are all cordially invited for a free live stream on December 5, 2023, 8 p.m. EST or 5 p.m. PT. And you will have a grand jury press conference and a Q&A, and you better fight for freedom. And all the other information, please encrypt it in your brain, beyondthecon.com, okay? Beyondthecon.com, beyondthecon.com, December 5, uh, grand jury press conference and Q&A. And we'd like to welcome again, Dr. Henry Ely, who, who is the lead in this fight with Senators Lidcombe, Senators Thatcher, Kim Thatcher, and uh, lawyer Junkus. And he has a team of uh, experts, experts in all different fields, so that all aspects of evidence can be covered. You see, even me, I'm trying to be good in expressing myself in some legal terms already. And for Dr. <laughs> Ely, his expertise really as a doctor is all this asymptomatic transmission, natural treatments, criminal data fraud, and willful misconduct. And you see, and we don't have to go much to the details of who is involved, but because I just want you to go to that beyondthecon.com. So thank you for all those who shared the videos. Thanks a lot. Now you know that through this, they, this is a living example of what we can do and in your little groups and do have your communities okay like me i am in new jersey roy is in poland but and we have other connections and we even become really very close friends we haven't even met each other but we're close friends and that's really <laughs> i got a chance to meet him and he's magnificent on stage and in small restaurant conversations <laughs> I had the last time. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Ely. Um, do you want to speak a little bit about yourself? Also, especially your what you do for, for your institute, the Energetic Institute. Then maybe after that, I could share to you right away some questions. And I'd just like to get your thoughts on it. Your Because you, you're amongst these people already, Judge Nally and other lawyers. You're amongst them. So you have bright conversations that you I would like you to please share with us. But go tell us about the Energetic Institute. Well, hey, man. Well, thank you so much, Grace, for having us again. Roy, good to see you again, brother, man. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, Grace, starting out, I was thinking this morning, you know, of course, while I'm struggling to get the Wi-Fi to work and everything, I'm thinking, you know, <clears throat> at some point, everybody's going to have to fight, you know, and we have to decide when do we want to fight. Right now, we have a winnable fight. Um, these are the type of fights that I like to get into. You know, where it's like, OK, we if we come together, which we should be able to do and we stay focused on what the objective is. We should be able to win. And we have all the means and resources, namely the grand jury is a major knockout punch for us with all the information that we have amassed over the last four years. It's I don't I think it's ludicrous for anybody to even assert now that this is uh, this was a bat poop <laughs> sample <laughs> or something like that. Right. This is ridiculous. So. Uh, we know what's going on, and, and that was a big part of the heavy lifting. 
Um, I did a post the other day on uh, on just, you know, we, we know there's something new that's going on. I don't know if it's new or if it's just we're having a bad season to start out with, but we're hearing people having a lot of sore throats and this really ex interesting um, prolonged cough uh, that I'm, I'm really kind of concerned about, right? So, you know, we dip into what we've taught at Healing for the Ages last year. So if you haven't gotten into Healing for the Ages, make sure you check out healingfortheages.com and you start your education there. It's a great place to begin um, because, you know, you're going to learn things about how to purify your water and uh, eliminate uh, bioweapons that they are delivering through your water. And this is true in every country. So it's a great skill set to be able to develop. Um, and that's a foundation for helping people avoid a lot of the things that we're going to be coming in contact with because they want to keep us perpetually sick. I mean, that's what the cult of Asclepius is all about. You keep people sick and then you offer the solution, right? And now you look like a hero when really you're a villain. Um, <clears throat> I think when we when I put that out, what was really inspiring for me was I said, it was just a simple reminder, hey, everybody, remember to take your vitamin A, your D, your E, your K, your C, you know, remember to get that zinc and the quercetin in, you know, simple stuff, right? I thought, Grace, I might get like five, 10,000, you know, views on it, right? 750,000 views later, right? <laughs> I'm reading through the comments and what was so inspirational were, were the conversations people were having. Oh, and Dr. Ely, remember to tell everybody about oregano oil. And oh, make sure you're talking about glutathione. And all these words that we didn't know in 2020, but we know now, right? So <clears throat> forgive me. When it, when it comes to talking about how to care for ourselves, when we compare where we were in 2020, taking toilet paper off the shelves instead of getting vitamin D and vitamin C to these conversations that we're having now, I'm just like, yeah, high five everybody, you figured it out. And we have that now same potential with grand juries. And that's the, that's the analogy I wanna create is there's gonna be with the grand jury system, a lot of words, a lot of new words, a lot of things that I didn't know that. You know, I didn't know that it did. Just like you didn't know you needed quercetin versus zinc. Just like you didn't know zinc depletes copper, and you better think about that a little bit. Just like you didn't know how incredibly impactful vitamin D was for this whole phenomenon, right? Well, it's that same thing that we're going to learn starting December 5th with the grand juries. Now, we've been working, and I've been educating the last few years on it, but we haven't made that concerted hey, we're doing this every month now moving forward. And that's what December 5th is going to kick off at beyondthecon.com is every month we're going to get together. We're going to have a nice global community feel and we are going to give you templates with huge packets of evidence to support it. And not that, you know, the evidence that's out there that's kind of like, I don't know if that's evidence. We're not giving you that, all right? We're giving you the real deal evidence this is provable. We It's all cited. We're giving you Do, uh, John Bodwin's great work on death certificate analysis. He's got over 500,000 death certificates and fully analyzed to show the fraud. We're giving you Keith Wilkins' great work on all the construction of the RICO enterprise fraud, which is how they stole the money. 
We're giving you all of um, Judge Nally and Kelly Mordecai's great work on explaining what a grand jury is and how we have the right to access it and we should be able to access, excuse me, I got a fly away getting in my eye over here. And then we're giving, we're giving you all of this incredible information from Albert Benavides, <clears throat> the number one VAERS analyst, and all the little nitty gritty things that nobody really knows, we're going to get that into your hands as evidence packets to go along with a template for how you can engage grand juries. And if you're international, how you can take that information and start applying it to the laws of the land that you live in. Because our job right now is to pressure the systems that we live in, because they're trying to put us in and into a slave. They're trying to put us on digital cattle cars right now, just like the Nazis put the Jewish people on cattle cars back in Nazi Germany. They're trying to put us on a digital cattle car right now that takes us right into the butcher shop called the World Health Organization in the United Nations. And the way we stop that is by getting into the fight now. You're going to be in this fight. Whether you like it or not, this is the this is I, I, I'm just here, just going to be the, the messenger. You want to get into this fight now when we can win it, because I don't know if 10, 15 years from now, if they keep moving forward at the pace, especially that they're moving forward with no slap back from the people, if we're going to be able to withstand them. <clears throat> they have too many tools, too much money, too much resources. They have, as they've shown you, an ability to create something in a lab, distribute it globally, and create a lockdown scenario over the entire world that is now going to be aided by their implementation of 5G towers all around the world, too. Folks, we have a lot of work to do, and this is the time to fight. So... Yes, I'm the founder of the Energetic Health Institute. And yes, we do teach people how to be free and that you have to be healthy if you're going to be free. We teach you about holistic nutrition. We teach you about how to detoxify your body, how to fast. We teach you about vaccine education so you know how to have intelligent conversations with people you love and people who have influence. And we teach you about the art of cellular healing and what's going on at the cell level and how we are learning how to undo genetic infections. And this has been, I, I was talking with Dr. Group and Dr. Artis and Dr. Schmidt last night. We were on a super fun interview uh, with Silk of Diamond and Silk uh, last night. And uh, I encourage everybody to check that one out. It was a super fun interview. Um, but the, the thing that was really, that stood out for us was, and we all pretty much agreed, we've learned more about natural medicine and all of us have been in this for 25 plus years. But we've learned more about natural medicine in the last two, three years, and especially since we've all come together in the last year and a half working together than we had in the two decades prior. And so there's still a light in this darkness, and it's always going to be a light in the darkness if you have the courage to look for it. And in this sense, this is where we have to be able to engage our courage, understand what's at stake. And understand that at some point we're going to be in this fight, whether we like it or not. So this is the time to get into the fight when we can actually come together and win it. And I think that's the big message that I want to get across there. It doesn't make it easy. It doesn't mean that every single thing we do is going to work every single time. Right. So please divorce yourself from those insane notions that you need for that. 
It's about the end point objective. And that's where the grand jury system comes in. Because the grand jury system is made up of people like you and me in the United States. And the grand jury system has the power to subpoena, the power to get testimony, the power to get unredacted information, and the power to go wherever it needs to go to get answers to the questions that those grand jurors have. So what we have to do is give them the information to ask those questions and see where it goes. And that's all we can do at this point peacefully. And that's what we've been working for our butts off really for the last three years. Senator Dennis Lempicum, Senator Kim Thatcher, our attorney Steve Jonk is our incredible team. This is what we've been doing, everybody, right? You have people out there. I love this so much. You have people out there that love you. You have people out there right now risking their lives for yours. Why? Because they love you. Not because of their ego tripping. Not because they want something out of this. Oh, I hope I'll become a millionaire after this. Please get out of here, right? It's because it's the right thing to do. I was talking with Dr. Christiane Northwood. Uh, Northrop yesterday, right? She had a song. She's awesome, right? And we're talking and, and you know, and she's just a proud member of the, the Dirty Dozen and everything. And we, all the Dirty Dozen, Sayer G and Kevin Jenkins, everybody's been, Dr. Mercola, been completely vindicated, right? It's like, what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and a conspiracy fact? Oh, about three months. <laughs> you know, that's all it is, right? And, you know, I told her I, I was the baker's dozen. You know, I was number 13. They just forgot to put me on the list up there. I, I heard somebody, I heard that I made it at some point on there. I never confirmed it. But anyway, folks, you know, what we want to do is be able to remember who we are through this process. We are people that believe in God. We are people that love talking about love. We are people who love our families and our countries. We are people that hug, right? That six foot distance nonsense. We're people who like breathing air, <laughs> unobstructed, <laughs> okay? We are people that have the right to determine what goes into and upon our bodies, right? Like that is the most basic sovereignty out there. Hey, my body, my choice. Didn't, wasn't that a big deal, right? So let's apply that here a little bit. And just remember that we outnumber them at least 10 million and one by my calculations. It's probably closer to about 100 million to one. We outnumber them. So if they are so good at their PSYOP that we outnumbering them that greatly have accepted a defeatist mentality before we've even thrown a punch, then shame on us. That's ridiculous to me. We are Mike Tyson going up against a chihuahua and we're worried about the chihuahua. That doesn't make any sense to me, right? <laughs> okay. So we have to step back, do a little mirror check. What's going on? What's going on? As they're telling us, could you imagine this, Roy? Could you imagine this? Could you imagine somebody mandating we eat broccoli every day? Could you imagine them saying, you have to eat organic broccoli every day? I mean, you don't do it. We're going to fine you and then put you in jail. Could you imagine the stupidity of that, right? That would actually be a decent mandate, but it's still stupid and we were, we're not doing it, especially people that don't like broccoli. But you, you, it's, the, it's on that same line. So it's like, okay, folks, where's the problem? The problem is the good club. 
do you all know about the good club can i talk about the good club a little bit here sure sure yeah okay so it was 2008 or 2009 wall street journal reported on this as well uh bill gates called a meeting bill gates calls a meeting and says hey i want to bring all the billionaires together because i'm going to teach you about how you can be a philanthropist to the world and we can seize control of the world without appearing that we are actually running the world. <laughs> and what you get are the rise of nonprofits and non-governmental organizations. And that's where you see the Bill and Linda Gates Foundation doing. You don't believe me? Just go and grab their tax returns. They publish them on their website. Go and grab their tax returns. I've read through their tax returns. Hundreds and hundreds of pages of what that organization, a nonprofit organization, owns. They own, and look, you'll see so many vaccine, 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 and what you'll also see is telecommunications, 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 right? It was a way for him to avoid paying taxes. That's what it is. And a way for him to look like he's being a philanthropist when he donates to the World Health Organization in excess of what any country supplies to that organization. What it really was, is a way for him to buy what he wants, which is the unofficial, unelected ruler of the planet. That's what this guy is going after. Now, if we understand that, and he's called people like Soros, and he's called people like the Rockefellers, and he's called people like Oprah Winfrey into a meeting, and they're talking about what exactly? Oh, could it be that they're talking about there are too many people on this planet and this is really all our stuff and we should. Isn't it interesting, Grace, that Oprah Winfrey's house on or property on Maui, there was like just a straight line of and it not, the fire just said, oh, it's Oprah. We're not going to, you know, isn't that kind of interesting that the fire had a knowledge that that was Oprah and the fire liked Oprah and didn't want to touch Oprah's property. Isn't that a little interesting to you? And, and she started fundraising. <laughs> Isn't that a little interesting? Huh, Kawinky dink. And I, you know, I've had a lot of fire. You know, we all, you know, you do some camping, right? You go outside, you start a little fire, stuff like that. And, you know, I've never known fire to stay in a pretty straight line. In fact, one of my favorite quotes from Prometheus, which is a crazy movie. When you start re-watching some of the movies that we used to just enjoy, right? You re-watch them with the glasses off, right? And you're like, wait a minute, what are they, what are they talking about? Right? I'm watching Prometheus and one of my favorite lines in it is they see they're going to this other planet and they're going to this other planet to investigate the engineers, the people that created us. That's what they're calling them, the engineers. And of course the engineers are humanoids but a lot bigger, right? There's something to that. I'm going to tell you, I'll, you keep doing your research. Truth gets stranger than fiction, let me tell you. And they're on the planet and they're looking for, they're trying to observe like, where should we land? And the guy looks out and he's like, oh, over there, you got to go over there. And he said, and they go, why? Why do we have to go over there? And he said, because God does not build in straight lines. And I was like, what an incredibly brilliant observation. What are these chemtrails that we see in the sky straight lines right god does that ain't from god right what do we see with the fire line on maui straight line god does not build or destroy in straight lines right and so when we can see you can see the fingerprint of man all over the place and you go okay they're trying to act like this is a natural disaster but anyway the good club 
the good club, a whole bunch of billionaires got together and said, how do we run the planet without looking like we're running the planet? Because we don't want anybody to actually be mad at us and maybe come and turn on us, right? That they're, they're cowards. And this is how Bill Gates showed them the plan. Now, Bill Gates is waiting for a key breakthrough. And a lot of people don't know this, but Bill Gates is actually waiting for a key breakthrough that doesn't come until 2015. You ready for this one, Roy? I don't know. And stop me if you've heard this stuff. If you, people have heard bits and pieces, I'm going to connect a couple dots here. All right. We're going to, yeah, then that builds. Yep. Yeah, okay. We're going to do a little bit of that. So 2015 comes and you have two people who claim credit for this finding. Who knows who really did it, right? Have you heard the name Feng Zeng? No? Yeah, but it doesn't. Um, yeah, but it I doesn't. Who, who is this? How about, how about Dudna? Have you heard? Have you heard? I forget her first name, but her last name is Dudna. Have you heard of Dudna? Dudna or Zeng? Okay. See, these are names. What I'm trying to get people out of, and we're going to really get into this next year is we're going to get out of blaming buildings and agencies, right? Because those aren't alive. So we have to get into who are the people in those buildings? Who are the people in those agencies? We have to go after the people with names and let people know that, hey, that's the person that did this. So like I was telling some folks yesterday, the folks that are as like, if you got the Pfizer or the Moderna shot and you are injured, you have Drew Weissman and Katalin Carrico to think for it. Make sure you, I would, if I were you, I would keep bombarding them on their Twitters every day, these Nobel laureates now, right, for murdering people. I would, I would let them know every time you are sick, every time you have to go into a new therapy session or you can't get out of bed today, I would write them and say, thank you so much for trying to kill me. I would. I want these people to know that you did this, right? And you, did, you didn't stop anything and all you did was injure people. Well, those are the two people for the shot. But before them, there are two people, Fang Zhang and Dudna. Now, Dudna ultimately will recede back into the Department of Defense, but Fang Zhang stays out publicly in the, in the, um, in the uh, financial sector, in the, in the public science sector. They're credited with- Did he write a lot of articles, scientific articles too? Because I see- I see his name a lot. He's all over the place about CRISPR. And this is this is what Bill Gates was waiting for. Bill Gates and Fauci and friends, they were all waiting for this breakthrough. You see, prior to 2015, they had the proof of concept on how to build plasmids and, and put genetic bioweapons in them. They've actually been studying how to do this since our research dates back to 1968. All right. Plasmids are first discovered in bacteria naturally occurring in like 1946 or 1956, somewhere in that time period. And so they start trying to learn what they are because this is how bacteria communicate with each other by sharing DNA, sharing circular hoops of DNA with information on them. That's how bacteria talk. So they studied this process and by 1968 to 1972 learned how to take it into a lab and start replicating it and taking out certain segments, cutting out certain segments of those DNA rings so that they could put in bioweapons. And this is where you start to see the advent of this technology start to take hold, okay? While they're mastering this technology, they also are learning how to genetically modify two specific microorganisms, yeast and E. coli. Now, what have we seen since the 1980s really skyrocket? Yeast infections 
and E. coli infections. And what's something they learned to do with these DNA rings? They learned how to put antibiotic resistant regions on these rings so that now you can sell something that doesn't work. Now, they get to a point where 40 years of doing this, you have E. coli, weaponized E. coli all over the planet. It's just a part of the normal, you know, microbiome and the, the, the Earth's biome now. You same thing with yeast, okay? What you have is a situation where you are going to be exposed to their bioweapons now. It's a guaranteed that this is going to happen. So they have to learn about other bioweapon delivery systems like graphene oxide and all this other nonsense to make sure that they can put together a construct of bioweapons that can slowly kill you, that work together, but still give them plausible deniability to say, no, it couldn't be that. It couldn't be, it couldn't be this. It couldn't be, it couldn't be something we did, right? Well, the problem they had, Grace, Roy, everybody listening, was the problem with scalability. They couldn't scale it up until 2015. They needed CRISPR technology to be able to do mass scale production of all this into anything that they want to dump into the waterways, anything they want to push out through the skies, and anything they want to inject into people. That's the advent of CRISPR right there and why CRISPR is so important. So what are we studying right now? We're studying archaea, uh, which are ancient uh, bacteria, and they have what are called anti-CRISPR proteins. So, there, so we're studying how God still has this figured out and says, hey, if you take these things in, it nullifies their bioweapons, right? We're figuring out, this is what Healing for the Ages has been about, nullifying their bioweapons. And we continue, we, this, this, I, I have my team is research yeah. sending me stuff this morning. So anyway, let me take this back because I want to tie this to the grand jury for everybody and the good club. So 2015 comes around, they get CRISPR and CRISPR is like wet dream for these evil bastards, okay? What did Anthony Fauci say after Trump was elected? He said, with a smirk, there is going to be a pandemic, didn't he? Yeah. Right? Everybody saw that infamous video. He knew they were gonna, it was going to be during Trump's presidency because Trump comes into office in 2016. What happened in 2015 that made them so elated? CRISPR. CRISPR finally had proof of concept thanks to Fang Zhang and Doudna. All right. Now they know they have scalability. All they have to do now is bide their time and wait. Now, they thought they were going to be able to oust Trump and put Hillary Clinton in, who's a you know United Nations, who WEF, she's paid off to the highest bidder always. Right. And yes, I'm completely sane and I am totally in good mental health, everybody, when I say that. So um, so now you have this situation where they couldn't get Trump out. So what did they do? They launch. They launch understanding that they're going to use that election cycle for his uh, second term as a way to not only get 5G out, but also secure who they want in there, Biden, via mail-in balloting. Because what skyrocketed during 2020? Mail-in balloting. And what did we see happen? They stole. I went to bed the night of the election, 
looking at every county and every undecided. I've never seen where we didn't call an election on the same day. So I'm going to every state and I'm looking at every county because I'm a data analyst and I'm analyzing how much is in there. It was mathematically impossible for one state to flip. It was mathematically impossible to have 13 states flip overnight. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. That's ridiculous. Okay, I don't care what you think about this dude. I'm talking about the process. The process was corrupt. Okay, but why was it corrupt? Because they wanted to put Biden in. Because if you read Biden's agenda before he, as he was running for president, he was very clear about vaccines. He was very clear about the involvement with the World Health Organization because they knew where they were going with this ultimately was they were gonna attempt <clears throat> to do mandates here in this country, which they tried and it failed because they wanted to ultimately turn over all the pandemic preparedness to the World Health Organization. And who's paying all the money for the World Health Organization? Us, which is the American taxpayer, but even more than us is Bill Gates, the member of the good club, right? So what you have to appreciate is they have the technology to have perpetual pandemics, especially with the invisible boogeyman of climate change added on to the invisible boogeyman of of a, a virus, right? They have the means to constantly, constantly threaten. You can't tell me that with all the 5G towers going up and I've been going around cities and I've been taking my trusty little tri-field meter and I've been showing people all the actual EMFs coming off of these, which are toxic and mutagenic to the human body. You can't tell me that they don't have the ability to dial up the 5G towers and make people sick. You understand what I'm saying? And blame it on something else, right? So what I'm telling you right now when I'm sharing all this, then if you want to, if you want to ever know, I will I can back up every single thing I'm saying. Every single thing. If you really want to know, it comes down to this. They have created a model where they can give a organization with no governmental authority like the world health organization and like the united nations they want to give those two non-governmental organizations complete authority over the entire world and when they say something every country loses its sovereignty and has to do what they say and what are they going to always be telling you that there's some major threat to your existence and if you allow them to get the central digital banking currency out and you don't agree with what they're doing and you try to be problematic, they'll cut off your ability to do commerce, feed your family, pay your bills, everything just like that. They have they have instituted in the last four years multiple mechanisms of complete global control. This is a hostile takeover. And the thing that they couldn't have predicted is the grand jury system. The one thing that they could not have predicted is the grand jury system in the United States of America and the Second Amendment in the United States of America. Those are the two things that are giving us an opportunity right now that we might not have in 15 years if we don't take advantage of it right now. So where does that bring us back to? It brings us back to the grand jury because that's the opportunity to initiate accountability here. Now, you have to appreciate that these evil people have bought the World Health Organization, have bought 
the United Nations, have bought the public health system in this country, have started installing what is called One Health in this country, which is a means of huge control over public health at the county, state, and uh, federal levels. It is, you can go to CDC right now and type in CDC in your browser, CDC One Health, and start reading about this because what they are doing is trying to employ and, and activate a World Health Organization agenda that says we get control. It has nothing to do with health. It has everything to get control over land and get control over you and your ability to own land and your ability to make decisions about what you do own. That's all that One Health is. Now, it sounds like it's it's all oh, it's going to be great. They care about bugs as much as they care about humans. No, it has nothing to do with that. You have to read, read, read. A person who doesn't read has no advantages over a person who can't. All right. You have, this is not a time to be illiterate or illiterate by choice or illiterate by lack of ability. This is not a time to be illiterate. You have to read. And we've done our reading. Now, when you get into this situation, you have to say, okay, this is overwhelming. Whoa. What, how could any people be this evil and how could they erect this so quickly? It wasn't quickly. This has been in process since Operation Paperclip 1945 when we brought those damn Nazis into this country. This is the maturation of all that work. All right. This is what Henry Kissinger and people like him were working on and developing over all these decades. This isn't quick. This is the maturation of it. All right. And now they're at a point where they have the technology. They have the people sell out, selling out that they own in various places and they have everything they feel they need to push the go button on Agenda 21, which they did. And now Agenda 30, which is next. We have to start having these adult conversations. And for us, we have to take a moment and step back and go. What can I do? about this because you're going to be in this fight you're in this this fight is going right now you are in it whether you like it or not what can you do well what you can do is read get yourself really educated and then what can you do what's our solution the peaceful solution right now because i i'm with you i want to be peaceful about this right the peaceful solution is the grand jury system the peaceful solution is doing everything we have to. And I mean, if that means I got to be an asshole, I'm going to be an asshole to get information to a grand jury so that an investigation starts. My promise to the American people and people all around the world is there will be a grand jury investigation into the criminal data fraud and willful misconduct that we have unearthed. That will happen. All right. That is my promise to everyone out there. But we need your help. This is where you help. We build the template. We give you all the substantive evidence that is beyond reproach. There is no one that can argue against this. There is no word salad or alternative, you know, paid for peer reviewed research that they can go against you on. This is undeniable, indisputable. And then we show you how to get it to the grand jury in your county because there is a grand jury in every county of the United States of America. And that means there are 3,143 opportunities for us to get a grand jury um, uh, investigation launched into criminal data fraud and willful misconduct. I don't care if 
it's something that we've done or somebody something somebody else i don't care where this happens from it's going to happen and we're it's going to happen because we are going to demand it happens and we're going to pressure the system now we're going up top my team has gone up top we're now going to the supreme court next week it looks like we might get a favorable ruling but we probably won't um, based upon how the judges have acted last week but if we don't we don't care we were going to the supreme court anyway we're going up top now we're going to launch phase two and start at the grassroots and have everybody jump in with us and that's where it gets exciting for you you don't have to know the depth of the stuff that i do and you don't have to know all the dots and you don't have to do that we want you to but you don't have to what you have to have is the will the will to be free that's what you have to have you have to have the commitment to yourself and the people that you love that you are going to do everything you can to protect them, right? That's what this is about. And what you're protecting above all is their sovereignty, their right to decide what goes into and upon their bodies, because the minute we lose that, what has been recreated is slavery. It might be by a different name. It might have better marketing to it. You may not get hit with a whip or sold off, but I don't know if people have been watching what's going on New York just allowed for something that has been done in China routinely. New York now, as of today, the appellate court suspended the ruling that threw out the ridiculous idea you could take a person or a child away from where they live and put them in a relocation camp. As of today in New York, that's fair game. If you are deemed sick for any reason, a squad of people, a new Gestapo can come and take you or your child away from you and put you in a new resettlement camp until they determine that it's okay for you to go back with you. That, that is real right now, folks. Now that is being appealed to their Supreme Court but do you understand where the mentality is going? I'm telling you, you are in this fight, whether you like it or not, and we better get in this fight now when we can win it, because we can, especially with the tools to win it that we are gonna be giving you. Um, uh, January, our, our second meeting is gonna be January 16th. January 16th of 2024, that's when we're gonna have that, that template and that packet for you, but we're gonna get you educated starting on December 5th. So folks, there's a lot for us to talk about. We have some adult conversations in front of us and uh, we're gonna we're gonna show you the path to victory. Now we just gotta walk it. I cannot agree with you more because I remember at the Healing Ages, all you guys emphasize is for us to keep going back to reading, reading, reading. And although Dr. Healy and I enjoy re-watching all the science fictions it's also because we wanted to see what were the hidden messages that yep. we ignored and then from those movies it's also a connection to what might be happening because they've been telling us and i think when they when you see those things and we didn't say anything about that type of movies we kind of give our silent consent so and you know Dr. Ely, well, I know you said you mentioned that yeah, we can't be fighting against organizations, agencies. Someday, I want also to enumerate or have a list of names of journalists 
who mm-hmm. failed us, okay? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. journalists and, yeah, all the, the scientists who failed us, who were right there and, you know, they have they have the oath, they have the responsibility. And because if they did not support this, you know, this kind of evil agenda, then maybe we it wouldn't be this crazy. <laughs> and Dr. Ely, when you said also that you enjoyed that meeting, that's also why we're encouraging people to get together in person and yeah. in community like this. Because it's, I'm in love. I'm in love putting people together, doing this platform for truth. There yeah. is so much, it's just so beautiful feeling. I said, seriously, I said, wow, that's really when you're in love with truth, you can surpass anything. So that's thank you, Dr. Ely, for doing all these things and for all the team. And then um, I almost got fooled by that CRISPR in, in, in before 2015 because, you know, I look, at, I look up to elders as like my models. So mm-hmm. this little anecdote, I was in a summer e- uh, event here in Princeton outside, and there's this elegant looking lady. She looks so elegant. She's by herself enjoying the music. So mm-hmm. I sat by next to her on the lawn and then she began talking to me and she asked me what I was doing. And I was very impressed with that. She, she's like 80 years old, sharp mind. Mm-hmm. Then she said for a hobby, she's checking her investments. Then she told me, Grace, keep an eye on CRISPR. She knew, she knew then. So it's a good investment base, you see? So for us who are, you know, who wants to invest, you know, start thinking, what are you really investing in? So that's another thing that maybe someday so those financial advisors or something will have some conscience on what you recommend, okay? So I, I looked into that really, and then I said, wow, this is DNA splicing, okay? So, I, but... I'm happy for her if that's what she thinks she, you, you know she wants to to do. But it's just so many things that yeah we I, I say if I can summarize our kind of education we didn't get good education in terms of our le- legal rights or human rights supplied to our living and we just that's why whenever a lawyer or a police we just kind of get scared right away then we shun away from thinking about business and money and because we think oh that's the love love of money is so evil no no that's not really you know we need to 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 have the money and do a lot of things that we love to to help people so thank you again for that so for for the the questions that i had here i think listen guys you for all of you he practically answered all the questions that I have on the list, but let me read it to you again, because if sure. you have friends for others who have these questions, all you have to do is share this podcast, and I will let um, Roy add in more questions whenever he's ready. He says, questions like, what is the difference between a grand jury and a trial jury? That's that a good one, question. Uh, me, can, I, can, I take them, can I take them one at a time real quick? Okay, for sure, it? sure. And let, and let me just say, uh, let me just say, yeah, money is not good or evil. Money only makes you more of what you are. If you're a good person, it's going to make you a better person. If you're an evil person, it's going to make you more evil. I mean, it's just that's that's what it is. Um, <clears throat> what I would say to everybody on 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 all of this, we have three great failures of education, in my opinion, and this is actually my specialty is education. Um, is number one, we do not educate people on their spirituality or 
the moral construct of, of how, how to obtain the ecstasy of universal connectedness, right? And that's a big failing on our part because it robs people of purpose. We do not teach people about their amazing bodies, how they work or how to care for them because it keeps people in the dark and it keeps them slaves to the pharmaceutical industry. And we do not educate people on their rights because if people understood their rights, there would be a really eerily fight when these evil people show up. So those are three key places. And that's what we teach at the Energetic Health Institute, all three of those, so that people, and we, I raise badass healers, Grace. That's what I do, <laughs> all right? So I raise some feisty folks that like to go around and talk about Dr. some stuff. So let me, let me get in that question, yeah. Dr. Ely, one of, yeah. one, or one of the key leaders, I, call, I, I respect her as a leader yeah. in New Jersey, because yeah. she's such a personality that she can bring people together. So when she saw the, the video that we did, he said, he never mentioned that he's doing this. I've been following him. So he, <laughs> I said, well, maybe it wasn't the right time to say that they're doing this. Because I don't remember you guys saying this also in Dallas, Texas. Um, I've, I've put on two conferences about this. <laughs> so I don't know oh, no. where she did. <laughs> no, that, that, that means your emails, your newsletters are getting shadow banned. Yeah, we, we've and that's a big that's actually a huge topic that's going to uh, really derail this movement. We're actually something we're going to be starting to talk about in um, uh, after we get through this, because all of the health freedom organizations have to be aware of the new rules that MSN, Yahoo, uh, Gmail and all these um, email proprietors have put in. They basically are enacting a social credit score for all organizations. So that's about spam. And we just got proof that what they're doing is they're having bots join um, your newsletters now so that um, this bot can confirm that the email has been received. And then the very next day, the bot will uh, mark anything you send them as spam so that you get a spam complaint and there's nowhere for you to challenge that. Yeah. So it raises your sp number of spams. And then when your number of spams are raised, now what they do is they can then terminate your ability to distribute to your list starting in February of 2024. All right. So you have, there's things we have to be aware of that are going on. And, you know, and, and, and to your friend, I would say this, there's way too much for all of us to be aware of, you know what I mean? So I, I was watching some shows the other day and was just so grateful that people are, are on key topics that I know very little about. And that if I need to get in touch with somebody, I can, or if I need to follow somebody, I can when the, that comes in. But I will tell you, all of this is connected right now. And they are pushing us into a point where it is we have we're you are in a fight. You're in a barroom brawl right now. And we have to take that attitude that we're going to walk out of that barroom brawl as the victors. All right. And that's what I'm going to that's what I do. I, I get people up and ready for that fight. I'm going to be what was that? What was the what was uh, Rocky's what was Rocky's trainer's name? Mick? <laughs> or something like that, right? Rock, you gotta, you gotta get in there, and you gotta give him a good left rock, and then you, you gotta, go. you know, I'm, I'm that guy in the corner, gonna be talking you on and everything. I'm gonna be that feisty dude. So let me ask that question. I got just a couple more minutes here, but let me ask, answer that, that question because it's a good question: trial jury or, a, or, um, or a grand jury. So the way the system works is that when there is a substantiated allegation of some criminal activity that goes to a grand jury. A grand jury is made up of people like us, just like a trial jury is supposed to be. But what the grand jury does is a court of inquiry. 
It's not a part of the judicial branch. It's not owned by any attorneys. It's not a part of the legislative branch. It's not a part of the executive branch. It is its own independent branch. The Supreme Court has confirmed this so many times. It's ridiculous. It's a standalone entity that exists to be able to investigate criminal action and specifically where it pertains to the government, um, be able to investigate allegations of willful misconduct. Okay, that's what a grand jury does, it investigates. So what a grand jury is going to do when it investigates is be able to go wherever it needs to go to get the information it needs. And then it's gonna return either a true bill, which says that yes, this was a, there were crimes that were committed, or no bill, which means there were no crimes because a grand jury exists to either confirm that there was a crime or there wasn't a crime. And the grand jury is what gets to interpret the law. All right. And this is confirmed in all the state legislature. Well, I shouldn't say all, but most of the state legislatures, especially Georgia. Now, what the grand jury will do if they find a true bill, meaning that there has been crimes, is they will hand down indictments of specific people or they will hand down presentments of what went on because their job is to tell the truth. An indictment goes now back to the judicial system. And now the judicial system, a prosecutor will get the indictment and decide whether to prosecute or whether to get into a negotiation for more information or a negotiation for jail time. And this is where you see these deals being brokered because there's an indictment. When a grand jury hands down an indictment, it is almost a guarantee that if you go to a trial jury, you are going to be convicted. Right. And that's that's the power of the grand jury. So it. It, grand jury is the investigative body, and then they return an indictment that goes back. If a person decides to not take a plea deal and go to court to defend themselves, now they're going to get the trial jury because the trial jury is going to determine what the what everybody found and take all that additional testimony. And because, and this is a good thing in our legal system, everyone is innocent until proven guilty. The trial jury is the final proof of that guilt based upon the investigation that the grand jury created. And I hope that makes sense. Oh, just, uh, so, sorry, there, Grace, just to, because you mentioned about Gmail and I think it's kind of important. The show that we did the other day, I, I put it on my YouTube channel and I got a strike. So basically what's happening is you, we had a judge, your doctor, mm -hmm. Grace is a nurse, we have a senator and they're removing it for medical misinformation. And that's kind of, and what happened a few weeks ago is my whole Gmail went down. And mm -hmm. the reason that I think this is important because a lot of people use the uh, crypto and the authenticator mm -hmm. and to actually log into your account, you can't log into your authenticator because you're kicked off your Gmail. You got it. That's how so they do that, it. Yeah. That's how they do it. And, there's, and the thing about it, Roy, is there's no process. There's no judgment process. They are the judge, jury, and executioner and all that. And so your only thing that you can do is then open up a new business, open up a new account with them or someone else and start this whole process over. But now you are technically, if you bring that whole email list over to that new thing, now you're technically breaking the law. You're breaking anti-spam laws. You have to go and get your entire list approval to move you over to someone else. So it's it, 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 they are doing everything they can. And especially this is it's not an accident that this is launching in February. It's actually launched on us already. We we've been hit. We started getting hit with healing for the ages on it. So we had to go hire some people because I didn't know what was going on. Our emails weren't being delivered. And I was like, what's happening here? 
they actually started that process on the Energetic Health Institute and Healing for the Ages in September, and it wasn't supposed to begin until February of 2024. So we got a guy that brought in, we brought in, and he helped us, he's helping us start to solve all these problems. But it's clear that the goal was to suppress conversation leading up to the World Health Organization pandemic treaty that is attempting, that they're going to attempt to bring into existence in um, May uh, right now of 2024. They want to suppress the conversation. They want to go after health freedom groups. They want to go after all of them and say, you aren't going to be able to deliver any of your misinformation or disinformation because we've deemed it so. There is nothing legal about what they're doing, but there is no means for us to hold that accountable. So we're going to have to play that game and understand what are the little things we need to do. And even then, they still might say, oh, you know what, I just don't like you and give us the middle finger. Who knows? Right. Um, and that's just that's just what it that's that's what it is. We have allowed these entities, the Googles of the world, the Facebooks of the world, MSNs, we've allowed them far too much uh, in, uh, sovereignty on their own right. And they act like little mini nations that can do terrorist nations that can do whatever they want. You know, um, they don't have to abide by the First Amendment. I mean, it's, to me, it's insane when we're talking about com communication in the United States of America and we don't have freedom of speech. Like people are like, aren't you worried about what you say? I'm like, no, I shouldn't be worried about what I say. Freedom of speech exists not for the speech that you agree with. It, it exists for the speech that you don't agree with, you know, that so that it can still be voiced. It's not for me to block somebody on my Twitter. It's for my audience to shout them down if somebody's saying some stupid stuff, because that's still good communication, right? I mean, this is how it's all supposed to work. You are intelligent enough to figure out for yourself what is valid and what is right for you. And like I said, say to everybody, Grace, you're going to like this one. This is what I've been telling people recently. I believe in freedom. I believe in the fact that you have the freedom to be as stupid as you want to be on anything out there. I, I have to believe in that because I want that same freedom. So when people are like, well, what do you wish on people? I, I wish for people the same things that I wish for myself. I don't wish evil upon Fauci because all I'd be doing is wishing evil upon myself. I don't wish evil on Gates. I wish that Gates has an epiphany and realizes that this great power he has to transform the world for good, not for his own selfish needs. I wish that on him. I wish justice for Bill Gates. Now, you want to have an honest conversation? We have an honest conversation about that. I wish just, I wish, I want justice for me. So I wish justice on Fauci and friends. I wish justice on all these evil people. And I wish the highest justice on all of them, God's justice. Hey, Grace, I got a jam. I got to get on and teach a class right now, but let's have everybody come over to Beyond the Con, December 5th, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. We'll have a live stream and a chat and they might hit us, y'all. Just be real. They might hit us, but we're going to record anyway. We will answer questions. We have a whole bunch of great questions. We're going to get them answered. We're going to give you a little press conference and remember, mark your calendars for January 16th at Beyond the Con 2. It's going to be same time, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, because that's when we'll have the templates ready for you. And we're going to take you on a step-by-step -step on what you can do to engage your own governance at the grand jury level in the counties that you reside. And we're going to break through. That's just all that's going to happen. We're going to break through. God's going to win. You know, spoiler alert. 
<laughs> Thank you very much. And yes, we'll join the fight. So guys, although all of you pass, pass this information and just subscribe in the website beyondthecon.com so you can be informed and connected all the time. Dr. Ely, thank you. And tell everyone and your team, source bless. Hugs to all of you whom I've met already. <laughs> I love your picture at the back. That's Bob Marley. That's my boy up there, right there. Got Bob over my having my back. I'm, I'm all right. Take care. Next time we'll be rapping with him. Take care. Thank you.